यू आर लिस्निंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हाई वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज अ डेली पॉडकास्ट ऑन पर्सनल फाइनेंस दैट हेल्प यू गेट स्मार्ट अबाउट मैनेजिंग मनी वी हेल्प यू अंडरस्टैंड बेसिक मनी कॉन्सेप्ट टू कीप यू फ्रॉम मेकिंग बैड मनी मिस्टेक्स वाई नॉट मिंट मनी इज योर वन स्टॉप सोल्यूशन टू मनी मैटर्स सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड वेलकम टू योर मनी जर्नी Hi I am Shipra from Mint's personal finance team and welcome to Why Not Mint Money podcast. Today's episode is about tax rules around futures and options more commonly known as FNOs. Data from brokerage firms show that there's been a heightened interest from small investors in the derivatives market in the last 18 months as the market soared to historical highs. However, very few people know that dabbling in FNOs entails relatively complex tax filing rules. This is because gains or losses made from FNO trading are not treated as capital gains or losses as is the case with stocks. Instead, they are treated as business income for the purpose of taxation. So this changes the rules for tax filing drastically compared to stock investing. Tax experts say that salaried individuals who trade in FNOs on the side often misreport it in their ITRs. This slip up happens because salaried individuals typically opt for the simple ITR form 1 to file their tax returns. and also that the forms that are used for uh, reporting business income are used by legally incorporated companies or individuals who are engaged in business or profession so in today's podcast we'll tell you all about reporting fno income in your tax returns i have with me sujit bagar founder of taxbury.com as a expert speaker welcome sujit hi this is sujit bagar founder of taxbury.com before founding taxbury.com i have been into indian revenue service Sujit, let's start by you telling our listeners that which ITR forms uh, does a taxpayer need to fill if he's traded in FNOs and why? Selecting accurate ITR form is very important. A wrong ITR form can make our return defective. Income earned from transactions into futures and options is business income. Therefore, regular business income rules will be applicable for FNO income. So. If you have traded into futures and options, you need to file ITR. Secondly, contrary to common belief, income on FNO is not speculative income. Income on FNO is a business income for income tax purpose, and one can even avail presumptive taxation scheme. If such presumptive taxation scheme is availed in respect of FNO income, then ITR form would be ITR four. All right, all right. So, what is the difference between Form Three and Form Four, and which one should a taxpayer pick? ITR Three is complex ITR form, vis-a-vis ITR Four, but ITR Three allows you to carry forward your losses to subsequent year. Also, you can claim incidental cost as expenses against income from futures and options by reporting business income in ITR Three. We are all working from home. and using internet etc for trading purposes all such proportionate cost incidental to futures and option trading can be claimed as expenditure against net profit from futures and option transaction itr4 is simplistic form and one can show certain percentage of concern turnover as taxable income in from futures and option here turnover is calculated by arithmetic addition 
of all profits and losses and option premium. The turnover limit for presumptive taxation is rupees two crore. Under which conditions does a taxpayer need to audit his FNO trading? Applicability of audit depends on turnover from futures and option transaction. Here, turnover is calculated by arithmetic addition of all profits and losses and option premium. If turnover crosses rupees one crore, then there is a requirement of audit. This is the prevalent position. But in Budget 2021, certain changes have been proposed, and those are very interesting. This turnover limit has been extended to rupees ten crore for the purpose of audit requirement. Only condition is that that more than 95% of the sale and expenses shall be through banking channel. Now, interesting thing to note is that in futures and option transaction, almost 100% of sale transactions will be through banking channels by default. So the question remains about expense transactions. So if more than 95% of the expense transactions are through banking channels, then the certainly the turnover limit can which can be enjoyed for the audit purpose is 10 crore. In simple language, in such cases, even if your turnover is up to rupees ten crore, you did not do audit. Let's make it clear: there is another confusion as far as loss cases are concerned. Is that that whether I need to do audit if I have loss from futures and option transactions? There is not requirement of audit to carry forward losses. Simple reporting of loss in ITR three and filing return before due date will suffice to carry forward losses. Thanks for tuning in. That's all for today's podcast. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening in. We're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of Min for some insightful coverage. If you have any questions you want us to address, do reach us out at HT Smartcast. We are present on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. And if you want to connect over email, write in to us at mintmoney at livemin dot com. Until next time, it's bye bye. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.